Last year, I worked with a medical group who owned eight to 10 healthcare clinics in Canada. And they had a simple project for me or what seemed to be a simple project. And they just wanted to have a weekly report that they saw their performance for a key list of metrics. So my first question after asking what their report looked like or what they wanted their report to look like was how is your data feeding this report or how are you managing your data now? And that led us to a rabbit hole of discovering that their data was disorganized, not managed well, and that their systems for managing data were mediocre at best. Today, I'd like to explain how data tools can help you as a leader in a clinic improve the performance of your clinic, how you can lead better by having better data tools at your disposal. Hey, this is Caleb, and you're listening to the Healthcare Analytics Podcast. Behind the scenes, working alongside me is my teammate Tatsuya Murao. Why are data tools important for medical groups and clinics to improve the way that they serve patients and operate their organization? Fundamentally, one of the one of the reasons why you want excellent data tools is because having great data tools increases the value of your clinic. So if you're an owner, it increases the monetary value that you can use as a way to increase your funding. It can also be used when you are merging with another organization. It's leverage that you can utilize when you need it the most. As a leader within a clinic, it gives you the ability to improve the way that you lead and manage because on a daily, weekly, monthly, and quarterly basis, you know exactly what's going on with your group, with your staff, and with the patients who have been served. As an owner, you can use data tools to know and trust the information that is coming from the systems that you have. And so if you have a robust network and a robust system for reporting, then what you can do is you can easily use that data to show stakeholders in the company how you're doing. You can easily go to a bank to raise money. You can then go to board meetings and at those board meetings show that you are actually making progress with your company. Having the best data tools available can help you as an owner elevate the value of your company greater than you would have otherwise had. And the reason why is because much of management and much of daily practices in healthcare now are based on the systems you use, that the system, the IT system is the base for all other operations. And so if you have a great system, then you have trust within your organization and trust with those who are outside of your organization, like stakeholders. And so if you have a database system that you say, hey, yes, I I trust this database system and I trust this entire data tool set within my company wholeheartedly, then it's easier for you on a daily basis to say, hey, can you give me this report or that report? I need to have this one to show to a bank about our performance, or I need to take this and give it to a board member to help them understand a problem. And so if you have good data, then you can make better decisions and making better decisions increases the value of your organization as a whole. Likewise, if you're a leader or staff within an organization, you want daily tools that you can rely on. You don't want to ask, hey, what's going on with this report? Why is this report not showing the correct numbers, etc.? If you trust it, 
on a daily basis, then you can make decisions that you are confident about. And building confidence in data is one of the most difficult but rewarding things that can happen within an organization. So I'm going to go through three different layers of data tools that you will need in order to build the system that you want or improve the system if you already have one. The first is you need an EHR system. EHR stands for Electronic Health Record. Uh, so what you want to do is you want to have a secure system that monitors and that keeps track of the electronic health records. So this EHR system is the backbone for delivering accurate data. And the reason why is because the EHR system first collects data and then serves as a repository for that data. So going back to the client I worked with last year, they had an EHR system that was secure and safe and and met all the regulatory requirements, but it was very, very cumbersome. It was very, very difficult to record data in the AHR system. It was very difficult to grab data and report it outside of the system. And although it had some functionality, it did not provide all the functionality that they needed to achieve the results that they wanted. After you have a robust EHR system, and, and that in and of itself about talking about an EHR system can be dedicated to a series of podcasts because I have worked with specific EHR systems that work well and then others that don't, but it depended on the specific needs of that clinic, medical group, or hospital. And because of those specific needs, different EHR systems are set up in different ways. And so if you have one EHR system that is set, like for example, for Cerner or for Epic or for, for Oracle, for example, then you have these big systems, but usually there are things that are tacked onto it. There are different functions. There's customizability. There's all those things that are built in that require different decision-making in order to get the results that you want. And so EHR system as a whole is not an out-of-the-box thing. It can be to start, but most healthcare groups take that to the next level and modify it to meet their specific needs. After you have an EHR system, then what you want to do is you want to have an effective way to use the data that's in that EHR system. And you want to access those electronic health records in a way that's secure and safe, but also gives you the key information in order to manage and lead your company, as well as give information to the staff so that they can act in the best way possible. And so for this, there are a couple ways to do so. And, and one is to have a database that grabs data from the EHR system and, and holds it in a database that you control within your organization. And from that database, you can manipulate it, you can create tables, you can create metrics, and all of those things that you may want to do. It's more work to have a central database, but if you're wanting to scale, it's rewarding because you have more control over that data and how that data is reported out and utilized within your organization. The second way is maybe in conjunction to having a database is to have an API that connects to your EHR system. And so the API is essentially a connector that connects to the EHR to grab the data that you want. And so oftentimes an EHR system will have a built-in API that has standard processes where you can bring in patient information. You can bring in information about groups. You can bring in a series of different kinds of information through this API portal. 
And the API portal will then allow you to bring in certain amount of data in specific ways so that you can utilize it in reporting. And so often different reporting tools are used in conjunction and connected to an EHR system through an API. And sometimes you can connect an API to a database so that you can then use a database as your central repository instead of using your EHR system as a central repository. So you want to decide where your central repository of data is. Is your central repository within that EHR system through an API or is it through a central database that is then connected to your EHR system in a variety of ways? It can be connected through data dumps. It can be connected through APIs, uh, a series of different things, depending on the technology that you're using. After you have a central database or an ability to connect to your EHR through an API, then what you need to do is you need to have a reporting tool that you know and trust and can use to develop the metrics that you want and to show the information to those who are interested in that kind of information. Many people for data visualization tools or reporting tools use tools like Tableau, Power BI, a built-in tool that usually comes from their EHR or other built-in tools, or Excel. And Excel is by far the most common in healthcare to report on data. There are good things and there are not so good things about Excel, but one of the things that we are discovering here at Arcos Analytics is that it's good for one-off reports, for analysis that requires a calculation to be made on a specific question for that specific day, or ad hoc reporting. Excel is still one of the best for ad hoc reporting. I would argue that Python and other programming languages are becoming better than Excel at ad hoc reporting, but Excel provides a way to show data in a way that everybody understands because everybody uses Excel or has used Excel. Excel is the most common, but one of the things about Excel is that it can't be automated really well, that there's always a copy and paste, there's always manual work that has to be done. And so if you have a report that you need to have data on on a daily basis or a weekly, monthly, or quarterly basis, if you need that on a regular basis, Excel will be cumbersome because you will need time to manually make and build those reports every time you need a report. So if you have a weekly report that comes out on a Monday, you will need to dedicate one person to have making sure that that report is delivered to the right person at that time. So suppose you have somebody within your organization that you've dedicated to updating reports on a manual basis through Excel. What that means is that whoever is going to update these reports, they're going to spend two to three hours, let's say they're going to spend two to three hours a week updating reports to deliver to directors, to leaders, to staff within your organization so that they can make better decisions. Because it takes manual effort to do so, ability to have it automatically updated, like let's say a daily basis instead of a weekly basis, will be very, very costly to you as a leader within your organization. You won't be able to just flip a switch and say, okay, instead of a, instead of a weekly basis, I want this every day, or I want this to update every hour. You don't have that choice with Excel because with Excel, it requires manual work to do so. Now, you can have somebody every hour press a button that automatically updates a report, but that's still somebody who has to press a button. And nowadays there are data visualization tools that update automatically, that automatically pull in data 
and deliver the report that you need so that you just sit at your computer whenever you want, you pull up the report and you're able to make a call if you need to make a decision on what needs to be done within your organization. So that's the beauty of having a robust data tool set is that the automation process is such that you don't have to dedicate unnecessary time to building reports that should have already been automated. And the cost savings can be huge because suppose you have two or three people across your organization spending half of their day in updating reports. Let's say in a weekly basis, that's one day a week that you're spending on a report. That eight hour time period could be used in a better way. And you can't start with the lowest hanging fruit. The lowest hanging fruit would be the tasks that can be easily automated and taken off somebody's plate. Once you automate the easy tasks, then those more difficult tasks to automate can then be done on a manual basis until you find a way to automate those. And so if you find the easy things to automate and then move from there, then you will see drastic improvements even from the start. There are different data visualization tools or reporting tools that you can use to automate your reporting process. One is Tableau, the other is Power BI. There are built-in tools uh, that you can use that are usually connected with your EHR system. Tableau is one of the data tools that is often used because of its ability to uniquely show charts and graphs in a way that is not available in other tool sets. It's like the Mac for analytics. It will show very cleanly and very neatly information in unique or specific ways. Other tool sets or other data tools don't have this, but Tableau has a way for you to uniquely use colors, use different graphs, to make your own kind of graphs, and develop metrics based on what you need to see. And so if you're looking for something very specific as far as analytics, that you need a chart that you have in your mind that you want to develop and you have not really seen it done, then I would recommend looking into ways that it's been done in Tableau. And so if you even go to Google and just search Tableau examples of XYZ, then you will see those examples so that you can have a better idea of what Tableau does. Tableau is a, a company that is owned by Salesforce and really has its, a standalone product. They connect with many different data systems, uh, including any database that you want, as well as specific tools, including, of course, Salesforce. The other popular data visualization tool is Power BI. And Power BI is used by Microsoft as one of their flagship products. So Power BI is a next level up from Excel. It allows you to manage data on a database based system and allows you to make metrics and allows you to do things that Excel just doesn't have the ability to do. And the reason why is because Excel works on a cell by cell basis. Power BI works on a row by row and field by field basis. So what that means is that it treats the data set like fields within a data set. And this is more in line with how databases are built and how data is managed. Power BI is also useful for automated reporting, for distributing reports out to your organization, for many other things, including data automation. And so if you're looking for one of two data visualization tools, I would start with Tableau or Power BI. Other options are 
Amazon, Amazon has their own data set. Google has their own data visualization tool. And then there are a variety of many others, but you have to decide on what data visualization tool works best for you as a leader and for your organization as a whole. I would like to close up this episode by suggesting one last thing, and that is this. Choose wisely. Choose your EHR system wisely. Choose your central database wisely. And choose your data visualization tools wisely. And the reason why you need to choose wisely is because if not, then you will adopt a system that does not meet your needs or you will go down a path that then you will have to rewrite in the future. I can't tell you how many times we at Arcos Analytics have worked with clients where there was a considerable amount of rework of their EHR system, their data tools, or their database. And rework takes a lot of work. And the reason why is because you have to untangle all of the things that were then built and then rebuild them. And that untangling process is very, very difficult. And somebody says, oh, it's really simple. You can just untangle it. You can start all over, etc." But really, the first thing that has to be asked is why does the system need to be built and how does it need to be built? After these two questions are answered, then it's a lot easier to build a system that meets your needs. Even if the cost is higher than you would have otherwise wanted, it's better to have a system that you know and trust than one that you build cheaply that you then have to rework and come to somebody like Arcos Analytics and say, hey, we're out of our depth here, like help us out. We do not know what's left from right. And so if you can spend the time and spend the energy to building a system that works, it will save you a ton of headaches down the road. 